Hey everybody, this is Antoine back again this week uh, with Blake. Say hey, Blake. Hey everybody. And uh, today we got to talking and thinking over the week of, of what would be good topics to talk about and everything. And uh, it seems like there's a thing that's been going with our church the past few weeks. Um, and today's topic, it just it seemed like the right direction to take it to kind of talk about witnessing. Mm. Um, I know that's kind of a uh, Almost archaic sounding word, I suppose. <laughs> like it's got bad connotation, bad taste in the mouth when you say it. But like, uh, basically, all it is is just people talking to people, mm. conversation. Mm, I like that. And uh, a lot of times with witnessing the spirit, the conversation gets spiritual. Yeah. Um, I feel like there are right ways to do it, and there are wrong ways to do it. And uh, there seems to be a shift in our thinking recently and i mean you hear all kinds of stories like uh shane um and the guy that he had met at work that he ended up talking to that went through all that and then just like today we heard james uh talking to his 90 year old professor you know and leading him to the lord at an old age and that was really cool really interesting and uh, it just seemed today like the kind of thing to do and i mean it's like for me uh those of you that go to church have heard my testimony, know everything, and those of you that haven't, uh, I have anxiety and depression. And uh, so for me, it's not as easy to go out and and talk to people, especially like just out on the street mm-hmm. or um, anything like that. Like I, for a while I worked at Walmart, and that was awful because it's just <laughs> constant like new interaction. And there but then at the same time, it's almost like a performance, especially because you do retail, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a performance where you, you're putting on a mask and doing a thing. And I, I was in theater, and I did. We're doing this podcast, and to me, this stuff doesn't make me nervous because there's like a protective bubble around mm-hmm. me almost. Yeah. I'm talking at people and not to them, and I think it's that subtle grammatical difference that is kind of where I get stuck at. So I know that conversations are kind of your thing. Like you've, you've had a lot of awesome stories recently about being able to talk to people and, and, um, opening up spiritually Mm. and not just Christians, not just to Christians and, or the lost, uh, to continue using, kind of you know that church vernacular but like you've got to talk to buddhists and you've got to go out and uh and and uh talk to people that i mean just totally totally wild random stories and uh you know thought maybe you could share some of your experiences and and thoughts on it and and uh you know kind of give insight into how it works with what we believe now and not so much versus what we've been taught growing up is what witnessing. I don't know. I'm using air quotes, doing physical movements in an audio medium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like what we've been taught of is witnessing in mm. the past compared to what we know and realize with the spirit pushing us forward and everything else that it is today. Mm, yeah. uh, how we understand it today. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, no, uh, one thing that man, I, I mean, honestly, you know, I, we, and. I don't want to call anybody out or anything, but this structure that just this whole area really, and honestly, you can almost even go all the way, you know, go with the just 
the religion or the, 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 the doctrines sometimes get involved in this. But there's these areas of black and white, and you hear that all the time of, of it's black or it's white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one thing that I've come to find out is there's actually, there's, there is another color. It's gray. And it's right in the middle, and it's where these zones kind of meet. And I've learned that that is the sweet spot to be mm-hmm. in. If I can thrive in that zone to where maybe if I can find someone who maybe doesn't link up with everything that I believe, maybe our spirituality is a little different, mm-hmm. you come to find out you have a lot in common. And so by engaging in conversations like that, head first you're charging into those you're not scared of oh that's taboo you know i yeah. i've heard about your people and <laughs> you don't like me and i don't like you but actually engaging in conversation uh and just saying what 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 is that like you know and, and genuinely showing that you're interested yeah. and and i've come to find with 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 several several different uh categories there even that that gray zone man that's the sweet spot to me that gray zone is when things transcend and you start to learn that you have more in common than you realize. And once once you enter into that, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't you don't go back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, it's awesome. Like you said, we I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have this with, with uh, different people, and then and it's always random encounters. It's you know my barista making my coffee, uh, or it's uh, uh, maybe a lady at a bookstore or a lady in Target. Uh, or, you know, maybe it's a guy at a, um, wherever I'm getting my sandwich. It's just, it could be, or, or, or someone coming into a retail store. There there could always, and I think that's another, another thing as well, is once you kind of lose this black and white idea of, I can do this, but I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I can talk to them, but I can't talk to them. Yeah. I can go here, but I can't go there. Once you lose these idea structures and you realize, well, there's people everywhere and this is kind of what you see jesus doing throughout the new testament and once you lose these ideas and these restraints Mm -hmm. you actually become liberated to an extent and it actually frees you to be able to go out and have conversations with people in a much more enlightening way and and probably one of my favorite favorite things is once you kind of lose this agenda that you low-key subconsciously carry around you start to realize i'm actually caring about this person yeah you know, I was talking to a lady the other day uh, at the retail shop at the outdoor store, and we, she was buying shoes, and we just got talking, and complete stranger, 87 years old, and by an hour later, she's telling me that her father molested her at a mm-hmm. young age. Complete stranger, 87-year-old woman, and now she's not, now she's doubting everything. Yeah. Everything when it comes to spirituality. And so those moments where I could just be there as a complete stranger in that gray area, because she was Catholic, mm-hmm. right? And so, oh, well, we don't believe the same thing. Most people, you know, you shut that door. Yeah. But being in that gray area and being in her suffering, I was able to have a divine moment with her. And we were able to talk about spirituality. And so I think that that is essentially, to me, one of the most uh, insightful things um, about the witnessing team. Yeah. There. And I mean, like, I feel like a lot of the time, especially with, which I mean, those are all great points. And, um, I mean, you're right. I feel like, especially with recently what we've been talking about, um, a lot of, and this isn't speaking ill of where we came from. Yeah. You know, don't despise yeah. humble beginnings and all that. 
But like we, I do think on that note, I do, I do want to chime in on here. Yeah. Uh, and I'll let you take back over. Yeah. This was important because it's really important that you're not downing where you come from, and I, don't, I want to yeah. make sure that's clear. That's not what we're doing here. Exactly. Because we talked about this uh, before, and I think I actually preached on this. Where you come from is what got you to where you are. Yeah. And so that worked for you at that time. That's working for someone else at that time to get them ultimately to where you are, and so I think that that's really clear to to make sure that you that we we clear that up. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but I feel like a lot of times, especially growing up and how we were, until we started having to take leadership roles and actually study things out and prepare stuff, and even then we might have not done that as much as we should some weeks, but. Uh, you realize that everything that we believed we kind of had in a box, like even God was mm-hmm. in a box and you hear people preach that all the time, but like, it's the truth. We, we have an idea of what Christianity or we had an idea rather of what Christianity was, what witnessing was, what God was, what everything else. And God's been expanding our views and thoughts on that. And, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. And I mean, like, uh, Myself, though, I'm, like I said, I got anxiety and depression. I'm not good with all that. Like, it's new people. Talking to new people is terrifying, and I'm always in my head. If if I'm even grocery shopping, and I'm like, you know, just getting stuff off the shelf, and then somebody walks by, and they're laughing, talking on their phone, mm. or... Uh, you know, somebody does something in my head, they were always like laughing at me. They've said something yeah. real mean about me or they're whatever. And like at parties and stuff, I'm the kind of guy that goes and, and like hangs out with the pets at the house instead of mm-hmm. hanging out with the people. Are you the guy that wears the headphones to the grocery store? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I go outside, I got I headphones in. You. <laughs> this is like, that is like my signal yeah, to the yeah, world yeah. that I am in my, my own place. Please do not talk to me. I'm not. Yeah. Exactly. Abolishing the yeah. of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all those people's bloods are on my hand. Yeah. Um, blood. blood is on my hands. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, so that to me is like, is, is terrifying. Hmm. And, but the other day, about a month, well, I'll say the other day, it was about a month ago, we were, I worked for a pressure washing company, water boys. There's my plug. <laughs> Matt, give me a raise. Yeah. Make me full time. I want the business cards of the whole nine yards. Let's do this. But, um, we, uh, we had to wash a uh, building for Crystal Geyser, though, hmm. the, the, water bottling plant in Benton. And um, there was a guy, I think he was a supervisor on the floor. His name was Tim. And for about an hour and a half, he and I had to like just sit together as I was like scrubbing the side of this building. Caleb had to go fill up our water tank Mm. because there wasn't a water source close by. So we ended up, me and him, like an hour and a half just sitting there together. And we're both kind of just picking at the grass and sitting in the shade because it was really hot that day. And we're not, we're kind of like, hey, Nice hat. Cool. Where'd you get it? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. And then, but then like all of a sudden, like it feels like a lot of times, I think that's where it gets to where you're talking about where the spirit pushes us forward. Mm -hmm. And like, there's like just a switch. It's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. 
but it's almost like the spirit takes over in the both of you and is kind of directing the conversation itself. Would you say that, would you say, and I, I, we're, we're actually about to start a series on this, so I don't want to get ahead of it, but I, I know you were talking about that whole idea of that anxiety is your weakness. Mm-hmm. That's one of your, your, oh yeah, your, big time. You know, your thorn in the side, if you will, thorn in the flesh. Um, so when the spirit or the Christ intercedes through your weakness, do you see that shift or that energy take over at that point? Do you see that that's starting to... Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like I said, it's just like a switch. It's hard to explain mm, because yeah. my mind can't comprehend it. Yeah, I, I, I think that we, we, as a, we as a people don't really understand the concept of anxiety or social anxiety or not being in the moment as a weakness. We just think of, oh, I don't want to talk to you. I'm not good at talking to you. We don't see that as oh this is this is actually taking away from something much much bigger and so when we understand that we're stepping in and embracing into this weakness, the spirit can then intercess through us. So mm-hmm. I, I like how you worded that. That was good. Thank you. Well, I've been known to do that occasionally from time to time. Doesn't happen a lot. You linguist, you <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Y'all don't know this. My my accent betrays my my passions and my upbringing. I'm. I'm very intelligent. That's not good, arrogant. Secretly. Yeah, you're right. Uh, stay humble. I stay humble, kids. Hashtag humble brag. Um, well, I mean, and, and, but then that brings up the whole thing of like being in the moment and like talking about me wearing my headphones in public and yeah. stuff, which is a requirement and a necessity. If it wasn't, I wouldn't go out of my house ever. Mm. But like, um, you know, I feel like that's a lot of the problem and it's something that like, uh, you had mentioned the other day, by the other day, uh, we were talking and uh, you had said something about there, there's been a spike if you look in, in any kind of psychological uh, magazine or stuff. Not all findings, but a lot of findings are studying uh, like the rise of depression and, yeah. and social anxiety in, uh, in, in the, the millennials and yeah, the new our, kids, age, our age kids and younger. And it's shooting up because of that. I think it's it's social media. It's um, you know the texting, telephone, whatever. Mm-hmm. We can text somebody. Well, I can. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> but like most people can yeah. text somebody all day long, and like our our language is devolving back to hieroglyphics okay. with emojis mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. And and and. It's bringing and, us backwards. So if it's not yeah. benefiting, it's bringing us backwards. It's degressing. And it's it's causing this. It's like problem. A, it's like a, what Mark used to say it all the time. It's my favorite quote. You're either going forward or you're going backwards. You're not staying still in life. Yeah. I love that. And even with every single thing that you do, even things like conversation and language, if it's not bringing good into the world and it's not bringing good into people's lives and you're going backwards with emojis, <laughs> you're going backwards. It's degressing. So I wanted to, I want everything spiritual. Yeah. Everything spiritual. <laughs> everything spiritual. It's all connected. It's all temple. Oh. Um, but yeah, so like it's, it's putting this, I think, wall between most people where they don't know how to, you know, communicate in a full on conversation with somebody else. You can't just ignore somebody. Yeah. The the part in our brain that, that actually interacts and responds is actually, I think is what I read in the, I think it was National Geographic did an article on it. But uh, it was just talking about how the, the part in our brain that, that actually um, triggers these responses have actually, like, 
overall, yeah, yeah, are actually digressing, like you said, and it's entirely proven uh, in social media. So, and I mean, it's like you can't you can't just put your phone down and walk away from somebody in a conversation. You can't just like whatever, like you're you're there in the moment and. Well, it's like whenever you and I talk, like whenever we're doing this, uh, we, or at least I've started to anyway, um, not that that many people text me or talk to me yeah. regularly besides you mm. and maybe Rimlinger, shout out if you're listening to this in Arkansas. Um, but like, I've tried to just put my phone away yeah. and like, it's just you and me and we're talking and having this conversation. And I think that's partly why. You know, which I mean, I know I said it for a long time, but it wasn't until recently and we started having these conversations that I was like, oh, this is what we could do the podcast about. This is, these are, these are our, our, this is our format, Mm -hmm. you know, because our conversations have been so good. And I think that's because there's been that kind of shift Mm. in our thinking and our theology and spirituality and uh, just all around uh, views on life and stuff. Um, And vibrant. mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that old, uh, you know, I was, like, uh, I, was, I was listening to a guy the other day, and he, he said, uh, he said, you know, back then, if you were to call somebody, right, so if I, if I was to call someone and ask a girl out 20 years ago, she had to respond. <laughs> you couldn't just leave me on red. Like, so that, yeah. you, you would know how to interact in uncomfortable situations. I mean, I imagine that would be pretty comfortable. Why is this four-year-old calling me and yeah. asking me on a date? But yeah, you know, no, that is very, that, yeah, that, that's uh, really cool. That, yeah. that aspect of <laughs> <laughs> that aspect of, of being able to respond in weird so, and, but we don't do that anymore. If you yeah. don't like, so you know, if Brad texts me, "Hey, let's hang out tomorrow," mm-hmm. and I don't want to, I just don't have to text back. It's it's amazing. But yeah. at the same time, it's crippled. <laughs> it's crippled. <laughs> In the way of actually having human human interactions, and yeah. I, see it, I see it daily. The retail is people come in and they are just stumped and baffled when you actually try to talk to them. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, man, I'm just here to buzz them. Like, I'm down. I think that happened the other day. We uh, are one of our regular hangouts at the bookstore. Mm. I had walked yes. through the door, and they were, of course, every time you open the door, hi, welcome to, you know, so-and-so. No, Dave. Yeah, welcome to, so- <laughs> <laughs> welcome to so-and-so bookstore, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't want to yeah, give yeah, out a name because yeah, I don't want to lose our, our spot, our cool spot. Yeah, they're not spot. paying us. We're not going to support Yeah, them. but if you want to, uh, I will be in contact soon, hopefully, so we can get a sponsorship. Uh, but, um, no, I walked in, and they were like, hi, welcome to the store. How are you doing? And I was like, I'm doing really well. How are you? Mm. You know, thanks for whatever. And they yeah. kind of, you stopped and you were like, uh, looking at me and they stopped and they were like, that's never happened. Nobody yeah, I ever. Think that, I think that baffled me even because you, you, you kind of discombobulated me even because it was one of those things of, again, with you coming from the anxiety background and you're not the kind of person to respond. So whenever you, you know, so I, it's like the, I always tell people, to me, it's the philosophical shifts that are evident in life that are like my big wins. Like, yes! Like, you know, like something that people, is, you know, like that's one of those things that, that to me, that's almost, uh, I mean, that, that's up there in my moments because yeah. you know, I can think of several, but 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 you, in fact, are my friend, are, are, are a, definitely a, a prize because coming from that 
anxiety background and when, when we walk into places now. I think the funniest time, actually, I may give this one out. You don't even know I was going to say this. Nope. The funniest time is when we went to Starbucks. Do you remember oh, that? We went to Starbucks no, the please. other day. Brad, listen to this. This is a true story. We go into Starbucks the other day. Uh, I ordered my coffee, black coffee, whatever. But Antoine pulls up. You know, he orders his black coffee, whatever. I'm walking over to the table to kind of sit down and, and, you know, do what everyone else does, get on my phone and ignore everyone else in life. And I look over, like, five minutes, too. It wasn't even, like, uh, you know, the lady is not even making my coffee. And I'm like, all right, come on. Like, you know, it's the first world. Come on. <laughs> first world problems, right? And I look over, and Antoine is just, I'm talking about, he was, and the thing is, is, is he was, in his defense, I will say, he was not spitting game. No, I wasn't He was just it. genuinely having a conversation. And yeah. I was like, okay, man, look, I'm all about being in the moment, but, you know. I want my coffee. Let her make my coffee first. <laughs> Come on, we can talk to her after. She's very good. It was, uh, that's which, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I don't know, man. Like, I wasn't, you're right. I mean, I wasn't flirting. I wasn't either. I don't know what happened. I was just having a good day. I think we were all confused by that. I mean, I even asked you, I was like, are you, are you feeling okay? Because that are was, you dying? I think that was one of the you first times that I've seen you really implement that. Is, yeah. Um, and there's something in. I, and it wasn't like I went in with the express yeah, purpose of like doing that. It just happened. And there's something that is so intriguing and contagious and vibrant about falling into these accidental divine conversations. And I think the important thing to remember about these conversations is we're not running at people and and shoving Romans mm. eight down their throat. Mm. You know, we're Four not. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean. It's. I'm gonna go ahead and like pull back the curtain a little bit. It's like 10:30 at night. I'm very tired. That was a theology joke. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I'm a little bit more quick on the outside, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome, Tristan, and oh, probably James, if yeah, you're listening that to this. Awesome. Um, but like you know, we're not coming at this from the perspective of here's a Bible track that I've I bought and you know go out and get right or get left and everything like that. We're just having conversation with people. I got a whole stack of those in my car. Yeah, they too. I mean, what? <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I think that that's the coolest part about it, though. I think that's my favorite part about it. Is it's it's. I don't want to put. I don't want to say it's like putting a new spin or a new hip way of, hey. of uh, evangelizing. The yeah. Girl. But it's just being. It, you know, my favorite way of saying it, or my favorite favorite way I've ever heard it said, it's being a human being, mm-hmm. not a human doing. Yeah. And that's my favorite favorite thing because you're just being a human, and most and and this is what. If I, if you, if, if mom, if you're listening, this is the most important thing that I could ever say in my ministry, probably other than, you know, salvation and things. Uh, I gotta clear that up. <laughs> um, but the most important thing that I can ever stress is the whole concept or the idea of before you look at their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm. You know what I mean? Before Bring you look at their. Now, <laughs> so before you look at their sexuality. Before you look at their race. Yeah. Before you look at their denomination, before you look at their religion, the number one thing that you have to understand about that person mm-hmm. is they are a human being. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think once you understand that concept and you treat each other like human beings, there is something that transcends that moment that all the things that you have mustered up to make each other different just fade away. I think that's the same thing where you look at like, the artwork of Jesus, even in the different cultures of the world, right? Like to to a lot of people where we come from, Jesus looks like a white Englishman because that's who painted Jesus, and that's what we see a lot and stuff. And like people don't realize 
Jesus was Jewish. What? He was a Jewish man. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Jewish yeah, man. Yeah, he was yeah. a rabbi. He was a, you know, he was in that culture and like, like, a, and it, nothing, that's one of my, my pet peeves. Mm-hmm. It makes me real angry. I'm trying not to uh, get angry on the podcast, but like, people forget that like, we were all created in God's image. They might not have been born where you're from. Their ancestors might not be uh, where yours are from. But, like, God created that person in his image just as much as he created you. And, like, those are the barriers, I think, that we're just... So what is that? What, what I want to elaborate on that. Yeah. When you say God's created someone in, in his image, elaborate on that. Because I mean, I mean, I mean, it was kind of like uh, I think you, I think you're onto something good. That's good stuff. I want you to keep going. It's yeah. Good. Um, I, because you, I mean, I, I do think that you're right though with, 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 the, with the race thing and then the, and the gender thing. I think you're on. Yeah. Keep going. That's well, good, it's good like stuff. it's kind of like we talked about this morning, and like I was talking about a minute ago. We've put God in a box, mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of people. It's one that I like to quote a lot: C.S. Lewis and the Screw Tape Letters. Mm where it's, I forget exactly which chapter it was, but he says, uh, Screwtape is telling Wormwood, his nephew, there, it's, 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 it's a fake story, but it's a demon writing to his nephew about how to be a demon. And he says, hey, if you can get him praying to the corner of the room hmm. or a cross on the wall or something else, if that's what he's praying to, it's not going to be effective. Hmm. If he understood who he was praying to and what he was praying to, then, you know, there would be nothing that could stop him. And it says as much in James. Yeah, it does. And, uh... And that's actually what I was pulling up. Yeah, I was hoping you would, yeah. That's a good, uh... That's a good good way to transition into that because, um... I didn't even plan. That's why I don't have it ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is real life, baby. We're in the life. moment. They live in the two moment. human beings just being. Yeah, two human beings being. <laughs> James two yeah, is my favorite scripture. I say that by every verse. Uh, <laughs> They're all great. Uh, it's all well, good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, James two. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you can skip down to nineteen for the sake of time. It says you believe that God is one, and so he says, okay. You've got the Trinity. You got the Triune. You you understood that the Christ is Jesus, and you understood that Jesus was God, and the Spirit was God, and He was with God in the beginning of the earth. So we got all that understood, and then He says, "Okay, I love this. It's almost facetious." He says, "You believe that God is one. You do well. Good job. You know." And then He says, "Even the demons believe that." Like give him a pat on the head. Yeah, it's essentially this idea of, okay, uh, it's like the yeah, classic like high five. You missed too yeah. slow. Um, and that's amazing. But being on that God, you know, creating God's image, you know, it's one of my favorite lines. I think it's in the Lamentations, is where it says, "Deep calls to deep." Mm-hmm. And man, how cool is that? Because God has created us to be this crazy being that can actually create life. You know, like animals can create life, but we can create life with consciousness. Mm-hmm. What? You know what I mean? Like that's so insane. Yeah. And so God's created us with all of these triune abilities essentially because when you take us apart in holism you can find out that the things that make you aren't actually physical mm-hmm. and so it's a really it's it very weird at the center of it all but yeah. when you understand that you're actually made in god's image and when deep calls to deep 
he's actually calling you a deep well. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think when people I don't understand uh, the, 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 the concept that the creator mm-hmm. of all of this, and I think sometimes we do a, uh, hear me out here, I think sometimes we do a, uh, a uh, discredit even when we say we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes we end up equivocating on that and making that into a, oh, we have the Holy Spirit and then God's in heaven. But we actually have the Creator. We have God inside mm-hmm. of us. Deep calls to deep. We're created in His image. Yeah. And I just, I love that. I love that idea. And I love that's where you were going with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, so I think that that's, it's, it's certainly something I didn't think about a long time ago. You know, I mean, our our thinking was probably the same as whatever, but I mean, God's been opening our eyes and showing us this stuff, and it's amazing when you get it, and yeah. like you hear it, and like you think about it, and it, it's kind of almost like, you know, those times where like uh, the guy that first invented the wheel, they're yeah. like, oh, that makes sense, why didn't I think of that, like we've needed that for a long, but like now it's like, oh, that makes sense, like I've kind of been thinking that and feeling that for a long time, but I've never been able to put it into words, and mm. you know, hopefully we're... How we do that? Um, I got something I wanted to share. Yeah, you go ahead, man. Um, hold on, just a second. But that's like there's a, there's a scripture in Acts twenty, and I'm not gonna pull it up. I'm just gonna go from it from here. But where Eutychus falls asleep mm-hmm. in the window, right? Yeah. And so essentially, what happens is, is Paul is giving essentially this this sermon, and the the, the room's packed out, right? And Eutychus is a young man in the back, and essentially the idea is he's sitting in the windowsill, and he falls asleep, and he falls. And a lot of people preach that in different ways. But Paul was always essentially around the idea, or focused around the idea that heaven is now, and being around this idea of being in the moment, and being in the idea of, of really, really caring about other human beings, yeah, and so you can imagine, you know, what Paul's talking about here. And then we see Eutychus fall asleep and fall out the window. Uh, and I was having coffee with this guy the other day, and I never thought of it this way, but as, as we begin to talk it out, I said, you know what that reminds me of? Is how ironic is it that Paul's preaching about being in the moment, and then this guy falls asleep because he's not in the moment. Yeah. And then falls out the window. Like, can you imagine what Paul is preaching. I mean, just the vibrant fire, the coming to life. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine falling asleep during something as radical that will be recorded in history? Yeah. What is going on around you every single day that sometimes we just kind of fall asleep through? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, how many conversations have you had with people and you're just kind of on cruise control? Yeah. You know what I mean? Autopilot. Going through the motions. And you're just going through the motions. And essentially, heaven is right in front of you. I mean, yeah. you can be someone's heaven in their hell on earth, and I think that that is such a divine um, implication. I mean, it has profound implications that every interaction we have is spiritual, and it's divine, and it's healing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I love that story because, man, how many windows have we fallen out of? How many people have been in front of us crying out for help? Yeah. You know what I mean? How many people have you maybe, you know, you've seen at a gas station or even maybe even friends or maybe even husbands and wives? Mm. How's your day? It's okay. 
how's your day? It's okay. And then you just go on. But in reality, you are just disintegrating at the core. You know what I mean? You're carrying that ache in your bones. And no one is checking. You're just falling asleep while something is happening radical in front of you. Mm. Just, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I don't think that any of that really connected with me until, like, not last week, because we talked about it on a podcast last week, but uh, until we had that conversation about, like, what is my role? Because, mm. you know, it didn't, like, <clears throat> it didn't really fit, with, or it, I couldn't fit it into my thought process and consciousness, whatever, of how am I going to do that until it was, oh, this is my passion, this is what God has put me on this earth to create, the creator, because like you said this morning, yeah. our creator created us and we are made in his image and we're supposed to be creators. That doesn't mean that everybody's going to go out and get a Pinterest and start, you know, yeah. making boards and doing all kinds of extra. It just means like creating these moments. And sometimes it is actually creating stuff, whether it's building a house or making, I don't know, jewelry or whatever it is you like to do. But a lot of times it's just... Like with you, it's creating conversation, mm. right? That's like your whole deal with me. It's creating entertainment and well, whatever. I mean, but like it, until I figured that out, I couldn't, I didn't, it didn't necessarily fit in my thought process of, oh, this is how I do it. And this is how I can have these conversations and yeah. how it, you know, because I mean, I think it was a quote one time where uh, somebody had went in and had done a comedy show. Uh, like they were just being funny, doing skits, doing whatever. And then I think Mr. Rogers, mm. of all people, for some reason yeah. was giving a talk. And he got up to give his talk, and the whole like audience like bro- fell to pieces and were like weeping. Yeah. But it's because like that comedy broke down those walls, those, walls. those la- that laughter, <laughs> that everything like that, all the defenses that they have that everybody has, by the way, and everybody wears when they go out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they had broken those down with laughter, so they they had they put down their defenses, and then Mister Rogers came in with that one-two punch, <laughs> just like Marine Corps punch. <laughs> yeah, took out the whole like the whole audience. And that's uh that's really funny. That's funny. Yeah, uh, I remember I was gonna go somewhere. That was that one caught me off guard. Mister Rogers caught me off guard. I know. Yeah, it's right. Like, it's something. I that's think just, it's what he does. This is what he does. It's, oh, it's the porn. But, and I love it because going back to what you say, you know, it, it, at the time that the Genesis story arose, there's several creation stories, but they're about battle and they're about violence and they're mm. about anger and the gods mm-hmm. are angry. But when Genesis arises, this creation story, it's a whole different outline yeah it's out of love this god creates and not only does he create he creates the earth and then he creates good in the earth and then he creates us in his image so we can create good Mm. in the earth yeah what you know what what i mean like what come on now you know what i mean that's preaching right there that's preaching right there blake yeah i mean come on it's good stuff good stuff Stole it, but it's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> look, no, I mean, let's uh, be honest. In, in uh, entertainment, there's nothing original anymore. No, Everything's this is the age of remakes. Just the idea of us, and I think that's the essential question that we need to ask ourselves daily as we wrap this down. Yeah, is we need to ask ourselves daily. And I want to challenge you if you actually made it to this point of this podcast. I want to challenge you. As you're, you're a trooper, by the you're way. You're a trooper. We appreciate uh, it. Uh, as you're getting ready to start work, or maybe getting ready to start your day. Or maybe you're getting ready to um, end your day. 
maybe this is going to encourage you for the next day. But I want to I want you to ask yourself a question. How can I, Daniel? Mm-hmm. That was weird. Antoine, Brad, yeah. Blake, whoever you may be, whatever your job may be. Maybe you cut hair. Maybe you mow yards. Maybe you um, work at a bowling alley and and, and sweep the floor. I don't know what you do. Yeah. You, you know you know what you do. Spray out the shoes. Oh, yeah, whatever you do. That's what they do at bowling alleys. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> um, maybe you can also let us know what you do if you work at a bowling alley. Uh, but if you work at a bowling alley. If you work at a bowling alley, call us back. But whatever your job may be, whatever, whatever you, wherever you may be in mm-hmm. life, I want you to ask this question. Even if you're just a mom, or just a dad, or just a brother, or just a sister, or just a husband, just a wife, whatever you're just that makes you think that you're not doing or contributing anything, ask yourself this, what good can I create in the world today? Mm. Because we are created to create, we're created in the image of God. And so the idea comes back to this. What good can I create today? You have different talents. You have different gifts. Your creation may look different than mine. Mine may be conversation. Yours may be a good haircut. But there's something in our bones that is driving this thing forward. What good can you create today? i got to stop it. I'll talk about this all day. Yeah, this is back to you. This is uh, this has been awesome, man. Like I, I appreciate it. I love you. This is good conversation. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Like, this, uh, and I mean, the, like Blake said, I mean, go out, do this today, this evening, wherever you're at, and uh, we hope that we've encouraged you some, and that's the point of this. And if there's anything that uh, anybody out there wants to talk about, has any questions, yes, there is a link on our page it's at the bottom at the bottom that you can give us those questions we'll read them uh well i won't brad will uh uh but we'll read them we will uh we'll get all that and we'll try to to answer some of y'all's questions if you have any um but i hope that y'all have a good and blessed day blessed evening whatever time it is that you're listening to this and uh be blessed